Welcome to the Blue Jeans Christian Weekly Podcast, where we will take your faith and the powerful Word of God and make them as practical and relevant to your job, home, and hobbies as your favorite pair of blue jeans are on a Saturday. Do you believe that? Are there really Bible verses that will help me in my secular job? Passages that I can read this morning and apply to my job today and will help? Yes, there are. Yes, there are. And today we're going to start a new series on specific Bible passages that will help you in your secular job. Some of them are very familiar to you, and some of them are probably unfamiliar to you. Yet we will make them familiar to you because we're going to go through probably just one or two each time, delve into them deeply, and then unpack them so that you can put on what's inside like blue jeans and go to your job that day and make an impact. You know, 1 Corinthians 10.31 says that in all that we do, we're supposed to do in such a way that it brings glory to God. And that right there is impactful because it kind of takes the focus off of us and puts the focus of our job on God and making Christ look good, making Christ look attractive through us. And that brings us to our first verse of the day. No, that one wasn't yet. <laughs> we've, got, we've got another one that I want to talk about today because you are much more than just a worker. You're much more than, as Mongo said in Blazing Saddles, Mongo only pawn in game of life. Because you're not a pawn and this isn't a game. God has a purpose for you in the job that he has placed you. And if you don't believe that, then you haven't been listening to very many of these podcasts, now have you? <laughs> well, anyway, sorry. Uh, there is some purposes for you in your job, and especially when you do more focusing on Christ and what his word says, it'll help you to realize what those purposes are and what he has planned for you and why he's got you there. And also maybe what he wants you to learn while there, because maybe it's a process that he's training you for something else. Those are all part of his plan for you. You're not an accident, and you're more than just a pawn. And oh, let me add this too. Scripture is very clear that life does not end when we die, right? <laughs> we get to spend eternity with Christ. And during that we will not be wearing a diaper sitting on a cloud strumming a harp. We're going to be doing stuff. In fact, we're going to have jobs because God is an awful lot about work and doing things. And he will have jobs for us to do. And those jobs and what we will be doing is determined on how we're doing on this side of eternity. What's our resume look like that we're working on right now? You know, when we get to heaven and we meet Jesus, and we will, and he looks at us and he says, what did you do with the job that I gave you on earth? What did you do for me? And how did you do that? And then let's take a look at your resume, because if you're faithful to me in little things, I'm going to put you in charge of big things. So let's maintain our faithfulness to Christ in our job here. Okay? All right. Let's, 
look at our first verse, and this is going to be the first one in our series. This will be the only one we're going to talk about today, other than that first one I mentioned. <laughs> okay, let's go to Ephesians 2.10, which says, For we are His workmanship, we are God's workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Some interesting words there. We are God's workmanship. So he made us to do specific things. He wired us to do specific things and didn't wire us to not do other things. Okay, You've probably heard me say this before. God has made us really good at some things. And then there are some things that, well, we kind of suck at. <laughs> and hopefully we know what the difference is. And we're doing the good things and not spending our time trying to get better at the things we're not very good at. We should be really honing in on what we're good at and getting better and better at that. I need to get better and better at turning off my cell phone so it doesn't ring when, <laughs> when I'm doing a podcast. Because I'm usually pretty good at that. <laughs> okay. Notice it says that you are God's workmanship. I wanted that to, that to be very clear. God has made you specifically for things, and he's wired you certain ways. So don't get so frustrated when you don't do very well at certain things. Elevate the good and diminish the bad. No one is perfect or really good at everything, except Jesus. And you're not Jesus. <laughs> okay, then it says, created in Christ Jesus for good works. So the good works that you are to be doing, you do so because of Jesus. That's an interesting concept, and that actually goes back to what Jesus' purpose was when he came to this earth for the first time. And Jesus tells us that he came to save sinners. Through the work he did on the cross, he reconciled your relationship with God. So he made sure that you and God are connected, being able to communicate with each other, and that you will know what God's purpose is for you, and get help from God to do that. It's really difficult when there's sin in the way. You know, it's like a brick wall in between you two. But when Jesus died on the cross, he smashed that brick wall so you and God could chat with each other. And you know how to do that, right? You read his word, the Bible, that's him talking to you, and then you talk to him through prayer. See, there's that two-way communication. And when you became saved, Jesus promised he would send the Helper. So that's the Holy Spirit coming to live in your heart and help you. Okay, so Jesus made it possible for you and God to be reconciled and be able to figure out what God wants you to do and how to glorify him. And what that actually is for you is in another podcast. So maybe we'll get to that in another time. And maybe you already know it because I've mentioned it off and on throughout these podcasts that I've been doing for two years or more now. <laughs> okay, then it says, well, it says created in Christ for good works. What are good works? Well, did you know that that word works in the original Greek is the word ergon? 
which means to toil in an occupation. To toil in an occupation. You've been created to do a job, to do your job. And it's not just referring to a job in a church or a ministry of some sort. It's referring to a secular job as well, where you make that your ministry. Isn't that cool? You've been created to do a job and to do it well. And there is also another meaning of good works, because that is a double entendre. Two completely different meanings, but they both work, and you need to know what they both are to get the full meaning. Okay, so here's the other meaning of good works. It's referring to being fruitful, which goes back to the very first command given to people. Back in Genesis 1.28, where God said, Be fruitful and multiply, which means a whole lot more than having children. It means to make things and make life better for other people to improve things and to produce. And then in John chapter 15, we can read where Jesus explained that a little bit more and really zeroed in on that word being fruitful and how you can know if you're a Christian by the fruit that you produce. And the fruit is called good works. And remember, those good works are fruit. Show your standing with God. They don't gain a standing with God. And the only way that you produce good works that's acceptable to him is by being connected with him. Abiding in him is the term that Jesus used. And he uses a metaphor of like a grapevine and a branch and then the fruit hanging off of that branch. Where you are the branch and the only way that that branch makes the fruit is by being connected to the vine. You or the branch is really only a conduit that gets the nutrients and the things from the vine and sends it to the fruit. The fruit is produced by Jesus through you. Those are good works. And so what are some good works? Well, let's look at some of those. The first one that comes to mind is doing good at your job, doing a good job in your job. You know, endeavor to be the best, whatever your job is, that there is. Be the best one. And do the job so well that people are like, wow, that person is really good. And did you know they're a Christian? That's really cool. (laughs) So be the best that you can be. Give, you know, 60 minutes of work for every hour that you get paid. But also make sure that each one of those minutes, you are doing the best to your ability. Oh, and remember this, your abilities came from God. Remember that from just a few minutes ago? So you are to do a great, good job for God's glory, right? In all that you do, do all for the glory of God, 1 Corinthians 10.31 says. So... One of your good works that is required of you in our Ephesians 2.10 passage is to do good at your work. Next, when I look up good works in the Bible, several other things come up, which is 
from Ephesians 6, verse 7, where Paul says, Do your job with goodwill, and goodwill means to be friendly, be known as a person who is kind to others, pleasant to be around, interested in the lives of co-workers and your supervisors, being sociable, amiable, caring, and gracious. How are you doing with all of those? <laughs> oh boy, that's, that, that's hard, right? Being sociable, amiable, caring, and gracious. I would suggest how to do that by finding something personable about each person that you work with. You know, something that, like how many kids they have, or where they went on vacation last, or what their plans are coming up. Just get to know them on a little more personal level. And then really show them some things that, that, that you care about them. You know, offer some suggestions of places to go for a hike or something. Maybe ask them about their hobbies or relatives. No, maybe not. <laughs> but when you do, then remember those about them and then bring it up in conversation every now and then. And know some of those things about your boss, too. Something personable. And here is another suggestion. Know something personable about your customers and maybe even your vendors. Because that develops a relationship. And a relationship is really good to a Christian because it glorifies God. Because you may have the opportunity to share the gospel. And you do that with people you have a relationship with. And sharing the gospel is another good work written about in the Bible. Next is to be helpful. Be helpful in your job. Be eager to please be reliable. Become your boss's right-hand man or right-hand woman. Being helpful puts the needs of your supervisor as your radar. Look for ways to be helpful. Anticipate things that will need to be done. Don't just sit around and wait for the boss to tell you what to do. Go out and find something to do. Or when you get done, or when you're almost to be done, and he or she's walking by, say, you know, I'm going to be done with this in a little bit. What do you have for me next? And if your boss says, can you work a little bit extra tonight? We really need we really need you. Say, oh, you bet. Anything to help you out. Or if someone's sick and they ask you to work their shift for them, say yes. I mean, if you can, say yes. Become reliable and helpful. Another way of doing good work is by being sympathetic to the struggles of your coworkers and your boss. What's making things hard for them? And can you help alleviate that? I probably said that word wrong. See if you can help minimize that. <laughs> help them out. <laughs> and ease those struggles that they're dealing with. Help your coworkers. Jesus helped people, including on a heart-to-heart -heart level. And maybe you should be that with some of your coworkers or boss, too. You know, you have opportunities to help people every day at work. Look for them. Set yourself aside and help someone enrich their life and enrich their job. Maybe you need to just go for a quick walk with them or something. Say, what's, what's on your mind, bro? You don't seem 
like you're doing very well today. Something's bothering you. Is there anything I can help you with? Is there anything that I can pray for you about? You know, I have said that to several coworkers or or even my boss. And usually when I said that, I was really scared. But every time I said that, every single time they come back and said, Oh, would you really? Oh, I'd sure appreciate that. And that was cool. Another way of doing good work is to be cooperative. Don't be combative at your job. Don't be the thorn in someone's side. <laughs> be the salve that's helpful. Being cooperative. Work with your boss, not against them. Work with your coworkers and help them, not being too good for them or trying to do things that will make them look bad so you can look good. That's not right. Remember, you work for Christ. He will reward, and he is just. So he will, you know, make sure justice happens. You just do a good job, really good job. And remember, reach past the surface of the person and see if you can open up a relationship with them and ask them how you can help them, help them to be better at who they are. It's amazing what happens when you take yourself out of the picture and bring others in. And it's amazing when your focus is more towards Jesus than the specific little task at hand or the problem at hand. And after all, what that is, is your attitude. Your attitude shouldn't be horizontal, it should be vertical. And don't let things of your job, things of the day, things that other people do, change your attitude. Change your focus on Christ. Remember, each day you're working on the resume that Jesus is going to look at when you get to heaven. So I know there are good days and bad days, I know that, but try and let those brush off of you a little bit easier than you have been. In fact, maybe you need to do what I call a checkup from the neck up <laughs> and get your perspective back in order, back in the proper focus and improve your attitude. Because we are God's workmanship created in Christ Jesus for good works. Oh, and there's more to this verse. It says, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. Remember, God is outside of time, and he knows where you are today in your job, and he knows where you're heading, and he is directing that. He is orchestrating that. And what happens today and tomorrow is all part of his plan. As long as you keep your focus on him, and believe me, you want his plan for you, because he is an awesome, powerful, and generous God. My work life has been living proof of that. There have been times when I would just rather throw in the towel, but I didn't. And I just prayed that God would get me through the day and teach me what I needed to learn so I didn't have to learn it again. <laughs> I keep focusing on Him. And that's amazing what He has done in my life. Absolutely amazing. And I know He will do that to you too. Because God is the same yesterday, today, and tomorrow. And he has treated me very well in the past, and he will treat me even better tomorrow. He will do that to you, too. So God prepared your 
job a long, long time ago. Even before you were born, he prepared all of this. And he just wants you to walk in them, it says, to walk in how he created you and then where he has you planted right now. And it may not be forever. There may be something better coming. And that's called hope. And it's brought about by faith. And after all, as it says in Hebrews, it's impossible to please God without faith. You want to please God. So have faith in him that he knows what's best. And then have the hope that things will improve and get better and that what you're doing right now is a step in the process. A step in the process. And that process leads towards an incredible job you will be doing in heaven, working for Jesus, and doing such a job there that, oh my goodness, you will absolutely love and will not want to do anything else forever. Forever. Okay? Ephesians 2.10 is your Bible verse today that I want you to take and write down and put it in your pocket. And by take, I mean take it to work with you. Yeah, can you do that? Pull it out of your pocket and look at it and remind yourself of it and get you through today and tomorrow and next week. Okay? All right. Thanks for listening, folks. Next week, we'll have a different verse that you can put in your pocket and take to work and practice on. Okay? Remember, you can connect with me through bluejeanschristian.com or you can just send me an email. Let me know how this has helped you at kevin at bluejeanschristian.com. All right? Thank you, folks. See you later.